The future belongs to a different kind of person with a different kind of mind. Artists, inventors, storytellers. You're listening to Toy Photocast. We are storytellers. Jesse Wilkins is a toy photographer and customizer from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. His favorite movies include anything from the Monty Python series, Big Lebowski, The Royal Tenenbaums, or anything with John Hughes. His other favorite hobby is home improvement. His favorite food is beef jerky. His favorite book is any children's manual for any car. Thank you for listening to this episode of Toy Photocast with Desultory Toys, interviewed by Inspired by Andre. I hope you enjoy it and have a great day. Peace. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody listening right now. Welcome to the uh, podcast. This is the Toy Photocast and just want to introduce the one and only Desultory Toys. What's up, man? What's up, man? It's a pleasure to be invited. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you and finally hear your voice and have a real conversation. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if it's a pleasure at the end. <laughs> and if That's this connection lasts, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's the ultimate test. Of, is, is it still a pleasure at the end? Yeah, I mean, it, it happens at work for me all the time with Zoom calls, man. Sometimes they break up and we'll have like a company-wide Zoom call and people just start dropping off the call. So. It's a lovely thing in this new era that we are in. Yeah. Yep. So technology-based uh, everything. Yeah, yeah. And as I was saying before, uh, you know, it's not even like we use our phones to actually call each other. It's we use our phones for the Zoom, for the Skype, for yep. text messages and DMs. It's it's uh, it's become very impersonal, if that makes any yeah. sense. No, it makes a lot of sense because I'm a human being that likes to hear tone. There you go. Because things things are things can be said and they can without tone, you know, you don't really know, you know, things can be construed one way or another. It leaves that there's a lot of vague there's there's vague things. And for me, I I'm not a fan of that. Like I'm, I'm the type of person that like like most things, if I can sit down with you in person, I would prefer to do that even over a phone because I'd like to see your face when I talk. I I, I have weird hangups like that where where like tone is very important to me but i don't have the option anymore no i i i completely agree i'm i'm pretty much the same way and it's 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 nice to hear i mean especially if you're a fan of music you you appreciate Mm -hmm. and 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 what that brings and same thing with so we're we're meant to kind of we are designed to communicate and and uh, share life together and Mm -hmm. it's when we 
notice tones and differences. So it's one of the things I love about being on this podcast is having the ability to hear the voice of the artist and have that opportunity to let them be heard and and just tell our stories, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to kind of bring up speaking of story, you this wasn't your name before. You used to be what fried fish halibut? Was that what it was? I was I've been like what I've been like four things over the course of of my however long I've been uh yeah I was fried fish fried fish halibut is probably the longest list. Okay. And and, uh, and, and uh, it just I when I decided to start making stuff, uh, fried fish halibut changed to desultory toys because it, it just made more sense to. And desultory is a is a word that I hold pretty near and dear to my heart. So it it uh it, it it's one of those things where I I was at a a turning point and I was I was kind of either gonna quit or push into something else and and I decided to push into something else. Thought a name change. It felt like a rebirth. Yeah. You know, like a little bit of like a cast off. Not that it, you know, not that I it, it bothered anybody or anything. It was just one of those things where I wanted to do it. I yeah. wanted to kind of change. Plus, it looks cool when you order stuff and it says desultory toys <laughs> on it. On it, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's nice when stuff gets delivered to your house and it says desultory toys on it. You feel like, uh, you know, yeah, huh? I'll bet. <laughs> it's got, got my name on. Or something's gonna be my handle on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's and then desultory toys kind of became that for me. That's like, cool, man. Everything that's gets shipped to that. Everything gets. Uh, it's it's a it's it's a it's a thing. Well, that's cool too because it's a nice reminder when you receive that thing, you see it staring at your face that that's where your hard work's going into. Absolutely. The biggest thing uh, was Alicia, my my wife, surprised me for Christmas with a. Uh, a neon light that says desultory toys and yes. that that's like the most that's when i see you it's like literally my name in lights it's so like, cool man. yeah so, so it's like you look up at it and you're like hey my name is lights it doesn't matter if anybody else cares <laughs> it's, here, here i am I'm, I'm, I'm doing what i'm doing and my name's in lights Where's this you know no matter what happens no matter what happens, where you go, you got a legit neon light with your name <laughs> yeah. on it. Yep, you guys, <laughs> there it is. You ever seen your name in lights? I... You do, you do. So I want to ask you, man, how long have you actually been doing toy photography itself? Because I've seen your page. The, uh, toy the photography? But toy photography itself, how long have you been doing it? I'm going to say five years. I'm going to say five years, roughly. I'd have to actually look at Instagram to, to uh, maybe longer. Maybe, oh man, is it 2013? Maybe like oh. eight years. Good God. There's a huge discrepancy there, but I'm not, I, I honestly, it's been so long and I've, I've gone in and out of so many permutations. It's somewhere between five and eight years. Let's be honest with you at this moment. That's been a while. That's, that's a lot. I mean, I, I've probably been the same boat. I forget what I did last week, but I got to take notes. And I mean, to know you've been doing it five years, that's that's quite the accomplishment, man, because you've seen a lot um, before I started acting, you know? Yeah. I've seen it change a lot. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, it's It's been, you know, it became it became an industry. I watched it become an industry in a way. Uh wow. It started off as as very much you know a, a small and I was I wasn't like like the in crowd like even you know there's always an in crowd that's that's just the way things are that's, you know and and when I first started it was 
you know, I've collected toys m- my whole life. Like when, when every, when everybody in their teenage years, you know, casts away their toys and, and says, you know, oh, I'm done with that. I'm, I'm, I like, I didn't, I, I kept everything. And I, in my room was always, you know, I always had toys. It was, it was just a thing that I, you know, it's a comfort level for me. It's a, it's a yeah. thing that I find it, they, it's, it's peace. My toys are, are a place to go when it feels like no one else understands, when it feels like, you know, you go down there and, and uh, you, you, you look at your stuff and you and, and I was looking around I, and I, I'm very I'm very anti not anti technology. I just mean technology don't get along so much okay. like I'm not, I don't hate on it. Like I'm not saying any like I'm not saying, oh, technology is bad. Blah. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just I don't like if there's one guy at the at the supermarket and he's punching the self checkout that's me <laughs> like 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 the self checkout decides all of a sudden to just start like not working <laughs> not like that's me that's it just happens it's i don't know if it's like my electromagnetic field i don't know what it is <laughs> but me and technology have never really gotten along so like i've never I, i've never been on facebook i don't even know what it looks like to be perfectly honest um I, I've got my own reservations with Facebook, so you ain't alone there. But as far aside from that, like I work with a lot of uh, calibration technicians and guys that were engineers. And yeah, I, I literally live and see, you know, they have to use a computer to, you know, obviously log their time for the day and process paperwork. But I mean, they're, they're not computer people. Only like two of them out of the, the, the six are. And so, right. yeah, it's a lot of uh, head button and, uh, and yeah, uh, slams are hands on people. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's, that's the thing is I, I'm, I'm a person that likes to be able to touch, feel, hold, manipulate, and computers don't let you do that. They do. You know, my, my brother does 3D modeling, which is, is it, it, it's absolutely what it is. You're, you're just doing it in a, in a computer. Uh, but like, it, it's just different. And I didn't come up, I'm like the last generation before computers were necessary. <laughs> Like I didn't have to take a, I didn't, I wasn't forced to take a computer class. I, was, like, I didn't have to. Right now everyone, it, it's a, you know, that's it's just part of of the deal. Like by the right. time I graduated high school, I I really had, I didn't even know really play. I think I played Doom. That was no. like the ex- of my my computer of my computer technology experience was Wolfenstein and Doom. <laughs> so you know, I kind of I kind of got left behind on that, and then, and then you get you get well, I, I stayed behind. <laughs> and and working on cars and being hands-on and stuff like that it just never it never pushed me towards computers but then instagram is and toys is what got me on a computer and on the internet i know you're like man now i have to use a computer to make a pre-order this is ridiculous (laughs) it is not (laughs) you mean i can't call somebody and make the order i gotta actually do it (laughs) that's crazy or like you know nowadays there's no toys for us anymore there's no KP toys anymore. There's not Target's always empty. Uh, Walmart's always a joke, like their 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 toy aisle. So like, if you don't use a computer, you can't buy toys. Yeah, that's and that's yeah. I mean, it's gotten you know, we've had conversations and I've had conversations with other people, especially in our Snake Eyes Saturday group, and we have a whole group for that. Um, and Scott would know all this too. Obviously, we've we've all gone over with how our pain in the butt it is to go into a store and actually look for these things because mm-hmm. they're, they're they're gone if it's because of scalpers or horrible distribution. And sure. I will say, if there's somebody I've seen step it up, it's NECA. NECA yeah. toys really 
stepped it up. And I mean, you can go actually, and I know some people are still saying they don't see nothing. I've been there. Trust me. Target. Yeah, it's it's uh it's stepped up their game, especially at Walmart. So I'm really surprised what they did there. And um, you know, it's it is one of those things where we are forced now to use a, a use electronic devices to uh, enjoy the hobby. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, Instagram brings you to all that, and you discover this whole world and community dedicated to toy photography. Yeah, they they changed. That's that's where it all. Like I I was on my wife. She was like showing me things on Instagram. And like I, I was like, let me see. And I started poking through and I saw the pictures. I was I started as a Transformers guy. That's that's my first love is 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 Transformers. I, I I've collected Transformers since I was a kid. I still have. I don't photograph them very much, but I have a massive collection of Transformers. Uh, and it's a uh, that's where it all began. And I saw it started off as like people just posting pictures of their collection. And I didn't know I didn't know anybody else personally like in on a on a personal level that that collected toys i was the only one and i wasn't and it a couple you know you go back a decade and it wasn't it's, nowadays it's a it's kind of cool to say you know like oh a toy collection like people are like oh that's neat or like back then it was like if you tried to talk about your toy collection to people you would it, the 40 year old version was immediately <laughs> that was the first thing that anyone oh you the 40 year old version was the first thing that was the first thing whenever you said i the toys anything 40 year old version first thing that would pop up and then you'd have to deal with that and then you'd have to deal with the computers didn't get it. they didn't understand and uh i discovered instagram and i was like oh my god there's other people that are like me i didn't know you. that there were other people like <laughs> me <laughs> you know i mean i knew that the, like, the toy spots i visited and stuff like that like there was and, and but i didn't i didn't have any real personal interaction outside the stores and stuff like that right, so right. to see these photographs Really, what it was, and, and to break it down to the simplest terms, is I got to play with my toys. I, I got to I got to take my toys, and instead of just having them on a shelf and dusting them and appreciating them and transforming them, I got to play with them. I got to start making scenes with them, and 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 it it just blossomed from there, man. It's like something that I'll never I'll never fully give it up. Like I might slow down i might you know put more attention on something else for a while i might but i'll never, I'll never give it up because i find such a real genuine pleasure in it. that's so it's, good and and when you mentioned that you actually play with them it's that was some that's something that dakota's mentioned a lot in his interviews and it's so true like you need to play with these toys and as as you know funny it may sound for us in the community and even people outside that are strangers to it you can kind of look back, you know, and have these conversations and people are like, wait, you play with your toys? How old are you? It's like, yeah. well, yeah, that's the only way I could create these these mm-hmm. scenes that I, I see in my head that I've got this idea for or this comic book I read or this movie that I watched. And yeah. to get poses to create that atmosphere, you got to play with the toys first. Check the posing. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you got to identify what the quality control issues are in some of these yeah. toy brands. But, and it, it it pushes your appreciation of them to the next level because now you're not just holding it in your hand and you know now you're you're going oh um all right so well Iron Man is Iron Man so does does this hit the Iron Man pose right, like right. you know the the knee down fist down like can it hit the, and then that that starts to become a requirement that starts to become I think that toy photography and and the like have pushed the toy so much further it has pushed expectations 
so much further. Uh, it's symbiotic, you know, like, like the, the, the photographer wants a better photo, so they want their toy to behave better. The manufacturer wants to sell the toy, so they push that further. And it's just been a nice, like, there's never been a better time to be a toy. Let's yeah. face it never been a better time to to be a person that appreciates toys because the the toys out there are just from from sideshow down you know it just it's just wild the, six, what, what do you what do you want that exists yeah the past six months the industry just came out swinging i mean we're seeing these things drop that we've we've seen amazing stuff drop in the last couple of years but i felt like man the towards the fall of last year um, with Mandalorian releases of different things for that that whole line and 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 for different manufacturers going into this year and Hasbro dropping like tons of new stuff and then you've got you know Mesco never lets up they've got a new release even have their own the Rumble Society underneath Mesco like you're seeing they're listening they're watching and they're taking and they're marketing and, they, they got a good marketing guy they, they do, do and they and, and for they, sure. And they know they're following other artists. They see customizers out there and they're like, well, we give them a baseline or at least the platform, the foundation to work on. At the end of the day, they're like, you know, we don't really care what you're going to do the figure because we know you appreciate the figure and you customize it. That's further appreciation of what we made. It's no different than an automotive manufacturer making a car the way it is, but being a tuner or a modifier or a customizer, you take that car home and you have fun with it and you still appreciate yep. what it is. Absolutely. And and sometimes, you know, not everybody like I don't know, if, if you're a couple of years back, Ferrari sued Liberty Walk to make the game a cease and desist, told them they couldn't modify Ferraris, even though I mean that just happened to a little Nas X with yep. the shoes. Uh yeah. like you're you're gonna tell me that something I paid full retail price for, I'm not allowed to do something to? Something's weird there. You know, yeah. something's weird there. Thing with with Nike, because they actually came after that company and specifically, it wasn't just because of what Lil Nas X had dropped. They yeah. actually the Jesus shoe line they made too. Yep. So, and you know, me even uh, being a, a person of faith, you know, I completely understood what Nike was doing from one end of the spectrum. They were right. saying, hey, "You've got millions of people thinking we co-signed on this when we didn't." But then sure. I understand the artist's perspective. It's like, wait, we bought the shoes. You're telling us we can't do what we want with the shoes we bought. So it, it's the thing is, is as much as I don't, I don't like I'm not saying subjectively, like the subject matter, the actual shoe itself, the things that are around. I'm not saying that, that ideologically I agree, but I'm saying that in my opinion, you should be allowed to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. It, and it does make you wonder as a consumer, What's is next? it ours? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's not. It's not. I mean, that's that's the thing. Is, you know, home ownership in this country, like everybody says, oh, well, you should own a home. It's like, well, I own a home. Do you really though? Because let's say that home's paid off completely and you decide that you don't want to pay taxes for a year. I'm pretty sure that they come and take it from you. <laughs> oh, don't forget about the HOA, man. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like ownership of things is such a loose, like, like it's all just sort of like, it's just cheaper rent, you know, cause someone can come along at any moment and say, well, you know, by the way, eminent domain, you're, you know what eminent domain is where they are going to build a highway and you live in a house and the government just comes up and goes, well, we're going to buy your house for me. Well, no, you can't buy my house for me. I'm not living. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a very, Slippery slope. San Antonio, I used to, when I was uh, growing up, 
and San Antonio did that in some areas, and especially the areas that are close to the military bases out there. But yeah, you know, I, I think it's it's interesting that um, different companies and different industries do that. But I do like that in the toy industry, it seems like they have no no squabbles with what we're doing with these yeah. things. Anything, it seems like it's going. The to- it's inspiring the toy makers to say, well, let's keep coming up with new toy lines, mm-hmm. up the level of articulation and details. Because, I mean, let's face it, a lot of us. I don't have the time and patience with my lifestyle right now to customize. I would love to if I had the time and patience and mindset, but I right. don't. You know, buy it, take it out the package, and if I want to spray water at it, you know, or uh, use my humidifier or throw light, boom, it's good to go out the box. They're seeing what customizers are doing, and quite honestly, it looks like they're inspired, I want to say, by these customizers and they're these toys. And I, I, I mean, Inspired to be very, very polite. Yes. I'm not going to mention names or artists, but everyone in the community can say, hey, I've seen that before. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And now we've got major toy uh, manufacturers making these things look very reminiscent to a lot of these other stuff people customized. But I do mm-hmm. believe it's inspiration because you'll see different iterations or styles to that. And that's cool. the beauty of this art form. And that's what it should be kick that can of inspiration down the road and have it keep rolling on to the next person after that. And, 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 and eventually it does pay it forward. If you have the, the, that civil mindset of understanding that we're supposed to be lifting each other up and not, you know, putting each other down, so to speak, which leads me to the next thing, you know, uh, if there's been any inspirations in the community to you, or and just toy photography in general. Any any uh, any photos that got you inspired? Um, Push yourself. Think, the accounts that are people you may know. Uh, I think well, obviously you and Scott come to mind first. Uh, you and Scott Blind, just because I've never like I don't. There's nobody that I talk to like I talk to you guys. Like there there's there's like I have I have other friends that I'm, you know, very well acquainted with and, and but the way we discuss motivation, you know, uh storytelling, uh things like that, uh it's it's that's that's where it starts. Uh I think the person that stirred me to try to improve my toy photography, like like that who was Sergeant Bananas. He he's the first he was the first person I saw emotion. I felt like I saw emotion in, in, in the stuff that he was shooting. And, uh, and that was like a big draw for me. Like that, that, like the fact that these, these pieces of plastic, these, these toys could make you feel was yeah. an idea that I have tried really, really hard to embrace, uh, you know, trying, trying to, to, to make a, you know, I, there's, I, I understand and I'm, I'll never knock anybody's style. Everybody does what they do. And that's, and, and if, if it makes them happy and if it makes the people that want to see it happy, that's good. The stuff that I like is more driven towards character, driven towards storytelling. Uh, I like layers, you know, I, I, want to, I want to take a few minutes to, to, to look, slowly at what i'm looking at not flick go flick go flick go you know i think there's a lot of flash which is you know that's that's how it goes you you look at 90s comic books it was all big muscles and flash and it's what brought a lot of us to where we are now um, yeah so so there's there's a place for everything but but what i'm drawn to is the the folks that do it more 
in a, with a bent towards trying to get past just what's there, what's on the page. Absolutely. There's, gonna, there's a little depth. You know, you got a little depth to it. Uh, right now, Caddy Combs really dig her stuff. Oh, she's uh, amazing. Oh God, she makes she makes right, Amy. Yeah, yeah, she makes um she she makes like there's just something I I it's almost intangible. I could I couldn't describe it. That's that's how that's there's a quality to certain toy photographs that transcend toy photography. Yeah. Where, yeah. where you're not looking it's not just a toy photograph anymore it's become something else it's it's creative chip just had that uh that the, there was there was r2 or c3po and there were like three guys with clocks for heads yes and and, and that's one of those things that it blew my mind like it literally i saw this and it blew my mind because this was art to me absolutely this this was this was something that there was no base interpretation of it. It's whatever you draw from. Correct. And so, so to look at that and to draw and to be able to put something on a page that someone it can draw that that ten people can draw ten different conclusions from, that's just it, it's very impressive to me. It, it's it's something that uh, it, it's something that like it, it, it that's what transcends to me. That's what that's something that that pushes. That's what's pushing the medium to me. Like, so, like that, Superman is cool, but yeah. thought-provoking stuff is is next level. It is. It is. That's that's kind of and as, us as artists, that's what we do. I mean, as much as we have a moment and we're like, I just, you know, I really want to get this shot dialed in because this is a story I want to tell. Sometimes when we're done, we didn't realize we still we told like three different stories in one shot. And then that's the beauty of, of what we understand. Some of us may not even know what composition is. And we discover it by accident in photography and how we're setting up the scene. You know, that, oh. and, and it's kind of like, you know, I've noticed that from myself, you know, you, Scott, um, so many people, so many people, even Luis, who I interviewed last, I spoke to on the podcast, have helped me dial in things and changed so much since I first started because I would just focus on um, taking a picture of the figure but using trying to understand you know dramatic light and tone and it kind of just kind of would switch up from you know how do I get this to look real or feel like it, it's a screen still from a movie which brings me to ask you like what what have you noticed about what changed for you and an improvement since you started doing it and how has it given you new direction? My God, man, if I, if I, if we, if I could show you my first, like the first <laughs> year, four years of me taking, like, I, I don't come, I have no, I had no background in anything artistic previous to this. Like I was, I was never a painter never a person that drew i was never you know I, I didn't come from that place you know i i came from a family if you get a job you work you go home you drink a couple beers you go to you go to work the next day like that was art was a waste of time when i you know i mean that, that anything that that didn't service the 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 the, the uh, you know the economy and, and for lack of you know the art was you're never going to make any money you're never going to and and what i never understood until recently is is that it doesn't sometimes it doesn't matter if you make any money just because something isn't monetized doesn't mean it doesn't have value there's different types of value exactly um, 
I think ultimately what I've, I've, it, it just brought me, so it's taught me so much and it, it opened the door to taking photographs on the street to, uh, you know, lettering things on my own, making things on my own, uh, starting to customize things and starting to generate ideas, like my own ideas out of my head. Like it just, toy photography opened my imagination. It, it like cracked the can on, on my imagination and pour out. I, I, I think ultimately the, the biggest progress I've made has been understanding that lighting applies to everything. Like, like understanding where your light comes yeah. from, what your light sources are, uh, how they would, how they're going to affect your, you know, and then, I mean, I, until I started talking to you guys, like I never, I never owned a color wheel. I bought a color wheel because of you guys. Just so I could start to, <laughs> so, so I could just start to understand why. Like, like there is, there's art to to this, but there's science too. There, right. there, there are, there are things where you know color combinations they look good together. They complement one another. So mm-hmm. in order to push the art, you have to understand the science. Yeah, you, know? you got to. And both complementary and contrast colors. And it's it's something that I personally had to dip into from my youth, from my childhood, actually, through my youth, because I was a big artist. I used to draw, paint and um, sketch, uh, use mixed media. And yeah. I went I went pretty nonstop all the way through college and just came to a screeching halt in my young adult life. But yeah, but uh, it happens to a lot of us. Lost. You know, it was always inside me. And it, it did kind of, you know, come into the toy photography end of things. And you're right. I mean, it's you got to kind of study it if you don't know. And me, it was my lifestyle. I It all came natural to me because I'd been doing it for so long. But I had a natural passion for art since I was a child. Um, I think I was in preschool when I first drew something. It was like a giant T-Rex on a chalkboard, you know. And after that, like, you know, art was always in my life. And music was another art form that was a heavily, heavy, heavy part of it. Um, Rest in peace, DMX, you know. um, Man, what about me? I just posted my that that picture I I, I drew when I was 17 years old because I was I was deep into hip hop always. Um, even classical music and uh, cultural stuff like salsa and merengue and some R&B, but hip hop was like my life source almost, you know. And uh, whenever I was drawing, man, I, and that DMX picture I drew for probably like six hours straight working on the graffiti art part of it. And it was the music was so essential to the art form. And um, I took that as well into toy photography and I have music uh, playing in the background when I'm doing my shots. But that oh, music I, it, that's a must. All, almost all my shots start with music. That's the crazy part. Oh, it, it helps. It helps out a lot. But, you know, that's one thing as you're tapping into understanding the color wheel and what what art is. You're using art, too, because your mood changes or your mindset may change for the theme, even depending on the music that you have on. Mm-hmm, big time. Big time. It's a big. It's a big influence in everything I photograph. Is it's a, a lot of a lot of my shots start as a song on this exercise, and that's what clicks my head and says you need to go take a picture. Uh, so you know, and that like, kind of coincides with like what you know how you approach everything, right? And you know, you are you are you the kind of person that's more interested in in the process or the end result? Um, I think that it's the end result is what I'm looking for. Like that's what um, but the the process. I'm a process oriented human being. 
Like, sure. like the, the, every, everything is about the process for me. That, that's just, it, it, it goes with my, I have, I, it, and I have a sensory disorder. Uh, so basically like when, what it comes down, it's like, it's all, it's often misdiagnosed as, as bipolar. Uh, okay. it, but, but what it is, is, is <laughs> um, I am sensitive. I'm overly sensitive. That that's, that's kind of, so like if a noise annoys you, it's probably driving if a, huh. if a noise if a noise is pleasant to you it's probably i'm in ecstasy like oh. and and i spent a long time not being able to reconcile that because i didn't know about myself and and photography and art and things that, that once i opened that door i started to discover that it was the first time that the way my over emotional self was actually a benefit wow it, it was it was actually the the first time in in my life like where it wasn't everybody telling me oh we can't handle you it was me using it to to make things more intense to to you know to try to push things a little a little bit more it, it it's a it's a it's a refuge for me it, it's a it's a place to go when the world is overwhelming I can get in that little that little shelter. And I can and I can stay in there. And I, I think I mean, and my son is unfortunately he is uh, he's worse than I am, and, and it's been a struggle uh, with him since day one. He's you know he's almost three years old. He's having a lot of difficulties talking, and and it's, it's you know there's a lot of you know it's just he's one of those kids where people probably are like oh god they're terrible parents, but they don't understand what he's going through uh you know like he he literally like sometimes you gotta you gotta spend a couple hours like holding him like like squeezing him because it 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 helps his sensations he he is he's cranked all the time like his emotions his his body his feelings are just cranked up to to 11 constantly and uh it's we're working with and that the therapist is in therapy and it's been wonderful they've been incredibly helpful and he's he's definitely learning how to cope with it but it's what taught me about me it's what i've had me go back to the doctor and go hey man i'm learning about the sensory stuff and i I know you know you guys have me down as 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 bipolar and but i'm i'm curious and 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 i I started to work with and i you know to end up finding out that you're not bipolar what you what you are is incredibly sensitive <laughs> you know like 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 they call it season you know season change their seasonal depression disorder like I, the fall is brutal to me like when it goes from warm to cold it does something to me i like spend like a month not being able to concentrate not and it, it's not anything other than my chemicals and everything they just pump at a higher rate they they my my brain pushes more of that and less of that and and you have to learn how to deal with it because my whole life i've had problems with people uh you know i have trouble getting along with people i I am often misunderstood just because i have a way about me (laughs) no no, i'm glad i'm actually glad that you're explaining all this it's important for for everybody to know again i take pride in this podcast not just because you know, we talk about toys in the toy community, but I take pride in, in what we do here about telling stories. The stories are important. I think yeah. people need to understand that we are multi-layered individuals. And, you know, one thing that if, if if you follow my account and you see my post, whether it's scripture, positive stuff, I'm big on love. 
Uh, yep. I've been for a long time. I've even amped it up more so within the past year because we all need it. And it's important yep. hearing stories like this because we don't know the other person. We don't know what they're going through. And I've said it like a gazillion times to people that I know at work, at church, or in my personal life, even the community, that mental health is a real thing. And people yep. got to understand that there's so many things that are happening because of it, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, we can get into a whole nother podcast stories about mental health, but it's important to know that in this community, you know, we come in all shapes and sizes and colors, but also to understand that, you know, we have feelings, man. We're human beings, man. We're real. We feel, you know, our art is a representation of, and I see that in your work and the way you have such multi-depth layered, just the amount of texture I can see sometimes in your shots, it's amazing. It's really, truly amazing, especially when I can very see. Nice. Very I mean, nice. Dude, absolutely. When I see the little twirly boys up in the shot, I'm like, man, he makes sure <laughs> to have all, you can see every working pipe, inner working details of the car, even the details to the figure. But the fact that you pay attention to all those little details says a lot. Because a lot of us, we could be scrolling. And it's really no disrespect to anybody in the community. Sometimes, you know, we may see very similar shots because as human beings, we don't exactly have the most original thoughts sometimes. We, right. you know, no, no, we all, we all play on the same subconscious we, We're subconsciously we inspired everywhere. Absolutely. And it gets, it gets, you know, sucked into our memory. We don't realize it. So all of a sudden one day we put it down into a photo or we draw, we write or sing or rap or create or build. And we're like, man, I think I've seen this before. I don't know where. And boom, someone else points it out to you. So we have those days where we're scrolling through the galleries and, and everyone else's galleries. Like, this is great. You know, we, we come, but we always come across that one shot. We're like, whoa, what is this? Let me pause everything real quick because somebody decided to make this happen or do this or they, they went oh, above and beyond. And that's what happens, you know, when I see a lot of shots, especially like yours. The fact that you had that ability to, man, like I said, you inspired me to step it up when I came back. I took like a on off two month break, two week break and here and there. I was, I was, <laughs> thanks, man. I missed you guys too. I am just, I was just spent and burnt from different things in life. Like my new priorities turned into just loving people, praying for people, uh, messaging people, just really spreading love and, and it's been a big uh, focal point for me. And another reason why I love this podcast, because I like being able to just let people talk and hear people. You know, I think it's all part of that compassion we have. But, you know, being coming back when I saw your shot, that something about that, like Terminator style lighting. I just remember it looks straight out the 80s, but very crisp, almost like real steel kind of movie. Yeah. I don't know what it was. The atmosphere, the lighting you did. And it just also kind of, I mean, to be quite honest, took me back to <laughs> street races I used to go to when I was a kid, man. And so I saw that shot. I'm like, man, this looks so real, so cinematic. I was taken back. I uh, said a lot. No, go ahead. I just said I gotta, I gotta go grab a Batman and shoot it because I just finished watching. <laughs> it. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> I'm like, I'm no, the fact that the fact that you took it, the fact that you looked at it and was like, I need to go shoot. That makes me feel good. That's that's because that's all I'm trying. That's all. That's all. I like like I'd rather and, and I know like people say, but like I'd rather have five good friends, five good solid people that we feed off each other. We then ten thousand followers. Like I the, even the term follower kind of bothers me. Don't follow me. 
Like you don't don't follow anybody. <laughs> blaze your blaze your own path. But you know, you, you of course you're gonna everybody is gonna piece together their own path from other people's stuff. It's just how it goes. You're you're gonna see a detail here you like, you're gonna see a detail there you like, you're gonna be influenced. That's how life is. You can't no one miraculously unless they're you know, they they have like synesthesia or something where they you know, they they taste color and, and stuff like that. Like you you generally don't come up you know, it's all been said and done before. It's just not been done by you. Right. So, so, so just do it, (laughs) you know, and, and and don't be afraid and don't like, I'm just, I'm not, and, and it's not, this is not, this is where, this is where I talk about I'm often misunderstood uh, is to make sure. And I have to make sure that I clarify, like, I'm not knocking anyone. Like, don't take anyone, don't take it personally. If you hear me say, you know, don't do like, I don't do that. Or I, you know, your taste is your taste. and, And if it makes you happy, then ultimately satisfying me doesn't matter. Amen. Does it make you happy? <laughs> then, then exactly. Like, 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 it doesn't matter if, if, if the, the, like, if it satisfies you, if it satisfies the thing that you needed to satisfy, that feeling that you needed to create, then it's good. Then it is, then it is happy and it is right. And it, it but I just, I do not, I am not a fan of imitation, of being inspired, Absolutely. Being inspired by something is something everyone has. But, but to to look at something and go, I'm going to do that. I don't understand. Like that's that's where I that's where I, you know, and in the beginning, I get that. That's sometimes what you have to do. So you know, and it's when, that up, I experienced something very similar to that in my youth and through uh, high school, even in college uh, as an artist. Uh, when I used to draw and I'd be in groups, we had assignments. Um, I always had to, I was always that guy that had to do most of the work. And I always asked myself, what are you doing in art class then? But again, people just wanted to fill for credits. A lot of these people didn't really want to be in the class. And it was one of those things where you, ever since, again, being, whether in my youth as a kid, my high school years or in college, even in college, I would see tracing. And mm-hmm. I remember, I remember having a really big issue with tracing. Um, I would never understood it because um, I, I, it, that wasn't my lifestyle, my journey. Right. And unfortunately I found myself judging people at a young age when I didn't realize that that's just their journey because yeah. I've, I've seen stories of people who start off tracing and now forget it. They can draw, draw circles around me. Cause I stopped drawing and I stopped pursuing that, that avenue years ago where they took it to the next level and now they could freehand anything. And it's amazing, but you, it really is about having a baseline starting somewhere and it's whatever makes you happy. And, you know, I think whatever, however we inspire each other in the community, I, I don't mind what, whatever the outcome is, as long as that person's actually happy and understands it. So when you just said someone going and copying something and not even understanding it, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is that it's, it's, if you're if you're copying it just because you see that it got a result and you're looking for the you're looking for the result well you're not you're not appreciating the process yeah the the biggest problem is you are missing out on the biggest fundamental of what this hobby should represent and that's joy and mm-hmm. if you did not have any joy in creating that that whole setup that whole scene that frame and right. all you did was copy somebody. You robbed yourself of that opportunity to grow, and, and you diluted I, the other idea. 
Yeah, that too. That too. And you robbed yourself of the inspiration to feel what inspiration feels like. Some people struggle with inspiration because they don't know where to begin or where to start. And when they finally feel it, it's almost like an awakening, like, oh my goodness. And that inspiration comes from anything. Like it's happened to me so many times when, you know, I got to a point I was watching, I was looking at Scott's gallery and him spraying water. I was like, man, I want to do that. That looks so fun. And the way he would make a look, I remember I, I used to message him. One of the first messages was lighting outside. He'd do a shot outside with uh, the aerosol can and he was using lighting. He was schooling me on that. And then I'd ask him about the the spray. But I'm like, dude, what are you using to make the drops look like that? And he was like, dude, a water bottle with and and, he, and the way he had the hole and it just right, I think he said. It, and then it, it squirts out. It was just the right amount to where it made the unique size water drops. I was like, what? Are you for real? Like there's like a science to it. And so I would uh, keep watching the shots and then forget it. Uh, uh, um, unicorn uh, David came on yes, the scene. Jesus, does he blow them out? They're I, they're bananas. They're bananas. The the way he uses that water, dude. He I tell you, he's literally in my my quest to get him on the show because um, I just want to. I just want to. I would love to have him talk about his process. But yeah, that guy. He has this special way of creating images with with water that I haven't seen anywhere, anywhere. He's got a thing. He's got a thing. That, that's my, one of my biggest. He's got a thing. One of my biggest so you know who, Do you know who Hugh Hughes is? No. Hugh Hughes. Go check out his account. He, especially for a guy like you, Jesse, who loves Transformers. Yo, you got to check his account out. This guy shoots some of the best. So, I mean, he has like like ridiculously epic like uh um uh, Lego uh, uh photos, oh, Legos. Yeah. But his transformer stuff okay. is is bananas and he uses uh uh I, I want to say like a smoke or small a, a fog machine, but the way he captures it, man, it looks so dramatic. Well, that's how I feel like David is with water. It's almost yeah. that same epic, dramatic uh, feel that he has with it, and like it, it always, it always drives me crazy when I see Daniel do another another shot because I'm like, man, how did you, how did you manage to do that? You know, I always think that's myself. But yeah, uh, Unicorn Warriors, his name. If anybody doesn't think. know, uh, Unicorn Warrior, U N number one, Corn Warrior, check him hey, out. Don't know what we're talking about about water. This guy knows how to use water but back to you jesse like the way you uh do lighting and use purple that also kind of pushed me and inspired me so again it's it's one of those things where like if you're going to look at somebody's work don't rob yourself of the inspiration because no, no 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 if it wasn't for scott and david i would have never stepped up and started using water right. because the way they inspired me i said okay you know what these guys they're making their own style. They're trying it out. What do, what do I have to lose? I'm going to wet my toys, which is funny because I'll get messages. And they're like a lot of people, especially my mescos, are like, oh, my gosh. And they're like they have like the emoji, like cringing teeth or whatever. Like you wet your mescos. How do they do? Oh, I'm like, be fine. I dump water on them things, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. Those, those, those people need to not ever come see my collection because they would be unhappy. <laughs> I am, I always tell people I like I'm, I'm not really I'm not really a toy collector like I don't like it's I'm in it I'm like I'm like a toy mechanic <laughs> like like they're, they're they're all you know what I mean like it's not like just nothing's pristine nothing's like nothing's sacred nothing's 
you know, of course there's stuff that like it, it went up in value to the point where I'm not going to fuck with it. <laughs> like, like just in case something ever, you know, I, I lost my job a couple of years back and toys got me over to rough spot because I had built up an, enough of a, of a collection that it was like, okay, well you, you can, you can get rid of some of the stuff and get you over this month, you know, till, yeah. till things, till things got, you know, square again. And, and, uh, and so I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not throwing, not throwing good toys away. But at the same time, like, you know, all my legends are in like a, they're in like a cardboard box. <laughs> like, like they're all like a, like in one cardboard box and it's, it's, but it's just, that's just me. Uh, uh I, I get it. Storing my stuff. If, if people knew what, how I store half of the stuff, they'd probably be like screaming. I'm like, dude. It's toys at the end of the day. Like, granted, I spent a lot of money on some of this stuff, but like, I, I really can't take it that serious, seriously, because then, what's, uh, it, it, it gets to the point where it's not fun. <laughs> That's just it, man. Is I don't want to ever reach the point. Like, like it, you look at guys that have, like, don't get me wrong, I get it. You, know, you, got a, you, got a, you got a 64 Aston Martin. And that's a beautiful car, it, 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 but you can't do anything with it because you're so afraid. Right. And, and, and what is a car you can't drive? In my opinion, a car you can't drive is useless. Dude, that's, I, that's all the money in the world doesn't add up to enjoyment. Money, money is to buy enjoyment. It is to buy pleasure. At the end of, the, at the end of all of this, when we go and meet whoever we meet, whenever we, we've made our journey, that car isn't going with you. Well, you that know, it's going to stay on. As a car enthusiast, I can agree. I used to drive me insane when I meet a guy who had a twin turbo Supra, and he's oh, like, I keep it in the garage, keep the miles down. I'm like, you for real? Oh, my God. That doesn't make any sense. Or the one time, and it's funny you mentioned Aston Martin. I knew a guy had Aston Martin. Same thing, to keep the mileage down. I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me to invest all that money. And so they look at it as an investment because one day they'll sell it. And I'm like, when's that one day? What if you die? Or what if your house burns down and takes the car with it? So you're not even enjoying it. Same thing no. with some figures. I'm like, enjoy the thing, man. Take it out of the box. <laughs> or just, I, I, I will take, take I will take a, 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 a little, a little rust and a ding here, or there. And, but if I get to go out and I get to go rip in it, well, then it's a car to me. It's enjoyment yeah, yeah. to me. Like, like it, it's got to be able to fire up and rip, and that's the idea to me. I, I would, I, and that's how my toys are. Like, I don't, you know, I, I, I sold my PX Punisher for five years. I just was like, I got something happens to it. Uh, and but like, it, it was like, it was almost like, it was almost like it was, it was too valuable for me to enjoy. Oh. Like it had all this weight attached to it. Like now that you see a price on it, and you're like, oh wow, the PH Punisher's up to seven hundred bucks, or the, or the, you know, and 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 it's like I can't, like I I can't like stand having like like oh am I ruining it? And you started getting that thought process. It's like wait, did I buy this to play with it, or did I buy it? like I didn't know it was gonna go up like that. I had no idea. So so I bought this to play with it, but now I don't feel right playing with it. That's not cool <laughs> to me. Yeah, to, to me, that's not like a cool feeling, like that that conflict of whether got, or not I should play with my toys. I've gotten that same conversation in, in the community from other people, and like, um, I think there was a misunderstanding. I wasn't taking pictures of my hot toy uh, Starboost Iron Man because I got lazy replacing the batteries. That was the only yeah. reason why I didn't take any shots. But otherwise, man, I mean, I had that thing out the box all the time. I had Andre posing it, playing with it, and doing all kinds of stuff. I'm like. Yeah, I get it. it's a hot toy, but like what you know? What, right what, now, my pink my pink skulls are on my work table, like 
literally <laughs> holding tools. You know what I mean? Like they're they're my pink skulls are all sitting on my workshop, like where I'm working on the next you know vehicle or whatever, and they're like they're laying right next to like the sandy block, just because <laughs> that's where they belong. That's where they belong. To me. Exactly. This is my this is my creative space. I'm gonna have these figures sprawled out everywhere. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how it is. Like my basement's just on one side of the basement is where things are constructed. On the other side of the basement is where things are photographed, and like there's like a very thin line in between. You know where where it's like, wait, is this is this a, a collection or is this tools? It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of by. <laughs> it's kind of just. When and, and you got that whole, I mean, you do customizing and, and all kinds of amazing things. And I mean, you're at the point now where you're basically like revolutionizing ideas because I've seen some of the stuff you make. It's 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 bananas. You're like, I, I I'm always shocked. And, and I, I, I just wanted to know, I mean, whether it's you creating or lining up a shot. I mean, how long does it take? What's the process for you? Um. All right. Well, a shot like a, a photograph is usually. I take a long time. So, so that's why I don't, I don't post very frequently anymore uh, because I have found that to draw satisfaction from it, I can't force it. Um, I, I have to, I have to go through my whole thing and, and usually, so it's usually I start like later, like I, I take care of the kids all day and then like by the time everything lines down and I can get any opportunity, it's usually around nine o'clock. It's like nine o'clock. I go and I, and I, and I, I like I futz around a little bit, and then I work my way into it. And then I'll usually set up and shoot a couple of shots, and then go to bed, and let the setup stay up. Oh, and, nice. And then the next day, because I have I have a big drafting table, so I can I can leave it up. Like, the basement's fine, so I can leave anything up for as long. It's not bothering anybody. It's not in anybody's way. It's not. So that's that's a very that's nice. That's a luxury. Um, and, and I will, a lot of times, I mean, sometimes you snap a shot and right away, you kind of like what you sometimes you do, you grab something and you're like, oh, oh, I like that. I can work with that. I, I, you know, let me tweak it a little bit here and there. And half, most of the time I kind of work my way in. It starts as, that's why I post a lot of B sides is because I start right. with one setup and then I, and then with all the small details, I tweak, I just get little, 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 little bit, little bit, little bit. And then I'll I'll shoot that and then I'll leave it up and the next night I'll go back to it. And that's usually when I get my shot is is the is the next night after. Um when it and and that's then it, you know, the editing usually takes a little, you know, it takes about a half an hour, forty five minutes usually for me to edit. Uh I love and yeah, nothing against B-sides. You can pose B-sides all day. I'm cool with it because I do that too. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, I, I don't want to throw them away because I usually have two I usually have two versions of something of the same idea. I almost always have two versions of it just because I start with one and then I, I think of something in the middle. Something in the middle of me, it, I notice something or and I change it. And I'm like, ooh, you know, that, we're going to move that over there. And then I'll have the first version and the second version. And that's why I post, you know, most of the time there's, there's, there's almost always two versions of something. Uh, so it's usually like, a, like, a, like, a, like a night and a half, you know, okay. like, a, like, a, like a night and a half for me to get something that I'm, I'm happy with. Uh, when it comes to building shit, I mean, there's, there's some stuff that, like, I usually have three to four projects working at a time because I'll hit a wall on one and then I'll slide to the next one. 
so that I can keep moving and, and then working on that next one is what gets me over the hump for the last one. So I can slide back to that one. Like I, I have, I can show you uh, in my basement, I have two bookcases and the bookcases have four slots each and each one is a project. So it's like wow. eight projects in, in like in, in these cubby holes. And, and when I say projects, like some of them are, are in progress, like, like built to the point, some of them are almost finished. Some of them are literally just parts like, like the, the Dondata speeder. I was supposed to do a speeder bike. That wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't even supposed to be what it is. It was supposed to be, you know, like a, like a, a, uh, a scout trooper sort of thing, but like bigger and cooler and more, more like personalized. And as I was trying to find the right frequency, the, the thing that I, I just, I couldn't wrap my head around it. And then all of a sudden I saw this, you know, the Mach 6 and I was like, Ooh, and, wait, wait a second. and then bang, all, all the parts that I had for the speeder bike, because that's what I do. I, 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 I shuffle parts away. I'll, I'll make, I have containers. And I'll, right. I'll write whatever the name is on the container, I'll, you know, and, and I'll, it'll be like, you know, the speeder bike or, or the, the gold tooth touch. And uh, everything has a name, by the way, which is corny, but it helps me. Um, oh, and cool. then and, and then I will as I'm going through things like swap meets or, or you know, I mean, I, this is going to sound, I guess, embarrassing. I trash pick, bro. I don't I don't have a problem doing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you got if you got like a, if I see like a toy out in your like I'm driving around and I see a toy out in your trash and I think I can use it I'll take it you know I'll go home I'll, I'll hose it off and I'll, I'll bleach it up I'll take it down the basement and I'll start chopping it up like I, I don't have a I don't have a problem one man's trash is the way I always you know like like almost everything that I've built is has started as like either a junk lot on eBay or you know something that where it was like okay well here's this husk of something and what can i make this husk into uh and and my neighbors all know like my neighbors bring me their stuff they're <laughs> like like they're like you, do you want do you want this do you want, do you want this container yes yes i do uh and and uh it it just things go through so the, so sometimes projects like when it comes to the customizing they can be a week or they can be six months <laughs> The, you know, yeah. the, the, depending on how they shake out and, and what walls I hit, because I don't ever build from a formula. Right. Like, I don't ever start with something and know what, it, like, I, there's no, there's no, like, oh, this is what it's going to be. I start with sort of like a rough sketch in my right. head. And then that idea, it, it blossoms and it changes as I get the actual tangible parts in my hand. What you just described, especially earlier with the multiple bookshelves, that was me growing up. I had multiple sketchbooks because I would start one drawing and I'm like, oh, man, this would be better or a a cooler idea if I tried this. And if I put in a different track I was listening to, a different song, that would change it all up. And, dude, I'd go through whole sketchbooks with unfinished uh, projects because I was like, always finding something else. And I'd actually go back to those old sketchbooks for ideas or I'd have a day reminiscing. I'm sure you had this, right? You're going through parts and just for fun cleaning up your area. Like, man, I can't believe I had these parts. I had that issue mm-hmm. when I'd go back and go through old sketchbooks. I'm like, I did try to draw that before. I just stopped. Now I have yep. a baseline for something else. So that's kind of a cool thing that you have right there in front of you. I was going to say, you know, having gone through this journey where you're you you evolved from uh being a toy photographer into a toy uh customizer 
or fabricator at this point. Um, do you have any wins or regrets? Um, I mean, it, it, it's, I don't know. Nah, I don't, I mean, I've, I've taken a bunch of losses. Like, I, like I, I, there's, there's a one he shall remain nameless because he didn't want to ever want to name out when I was building it for him. But I, I attempted a project for somebody and it didn't work out. And I still feel bad about it. It's not like, I don't, I don't, I didn't, there was no like money issues or anything like that. We're still friends. It's still cool. But like, I've definitely taken my lips where I've been on board and I can chew. Uh, and, and sort of, I've had to, you know, go back with my tail between my legs and be, and it didn't, man, I was, I was trying to make a fiberglass hole for this and I couldn't get the fiberglass to take. And it's just, it's just embarrassing to, <clears throat> to go to somebody who you told you to get this project done. I, I, full disclosure, I told him right to the shop. I'm like, look, I've never, I've never done anything like this. So, I mean, the, the Chevy pickup I'm doing right now, I'm, I'm, that I'm, and I'm trying to get done. This is a, you know, it's a first I've never, I've never started <clears throat> with an RC body before. So like looking up, like he wanted, he wanted a, uh, yeah, he wanted a, a Chevy pickup in one twelve scale. They don't exist. Like the actual truck itself. Like if you wanted to go buy one, you can't. they don't exist. There's, there's no such thing as a 12 scale Chevy pickup. They just don't exist. Um, so in or trying to get that done, I think there might be like a Franklin mid one. Uh, so, so like going through the process of trying to get this truck done has been an absolute nightmare. But the truth is, is that that nightmare is, it's taught me. So there's no regret. It, it, it's taught me, you know, on the next one, on, on the, you know, if you, if you attempt this, like I just, anybody that's been asking about RC body stuff right now, I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not taking it because I, I just, I, I'm not ready to, I need to have, once this one's done, then maybe I'll take it one but until until this one is completed and, and i'm happy with it like it's just so, there was there's been so much work like i had to i cut my own aluminum frame uh so like i i i worked the the aluminum frame as, as a one-off piece made out of out of diamond plate uh i i built my own roll cage. Uh, I, I, I stole the steering rack off of a, an rc toy i've had just finding tires has been an absolute nightmare like just find find one 12 drag slips try it's <laughs> not easy. it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, so it's not, and it's not like you're finding limitations it's more like you're finding a way to stretch your abilities too because you're running into these it's more like hurdles it's not really such a brick wall you just find yourself right. saying okay i gotta modify this that's no different than when you're setting up a toy shot too no, no it's, it's, you just find a way yeah, you do. You do. And it's amazing that you're, you're identifying that in the process and still rolling with it and knowing when it is just time to walk away. I think we all have that. We all go through, especially as toy photographers, but people in general, man, but especially, tar you know, focusing on this community and this hobby, we all have that where we were trying to dial in that shot and we just say, you know what, I spent too much time. I am now not enjoying this. I got to walk away. And I've and no when to no when to yeah knowing when to is is the challenge now and mm -hmm. and it, it took me to a point where I was like man I should not have I should not be feeling negative in any way this should be a happy oh. pass for me because it's a hobby if I find myself too involved where I feeling it's it's affecting my affecting my emotions I need to walk away I got to step away and that's why I found myself in a lot of things I was just overthinking too many stuff. You know, and as an artist, you overthink. 
and you yeah. find yourself saying, man, what can I have done differently? I really want to nail that. My issue I run into is time constraints and I do it to myself. I like to be available for my family. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a husband and a father. And so I like First. to be present in my family's life. And I think a lot of it has to do, it stems from my childhood and it, it's uh, not taking shots at my parents. I just know that my parents had to do what they had to do so we all could survive. Mm-hmm. And my mom worked two to three jobs on average, and my father uh, was in the Air Force. So um, my mom, when she wasn't working, she was cleaning and cooking and taking care of my brother and I. And my father was uh, working the crazy hours because, you know, it's it's the military. And sometimes they would require him to leave in the middle of the night to go work on an aircraft windshield. You know, I mean, he was, he was in aircraft maintenance. So I didn't see him a lot, you know, a lot of times growing up. But I, I, I find myself subconsciously saying I want to be available for my for my son and for my wife. And even though we both work at the same job, you know, we still find a way with our shifts to make it work that we are available for our son and each other. And it's it's been a challenge, but we're working on that. But I do find myself saying, you know, okay, this hobby, if I want to enjoy it, I need to then time manage better for myself. If I find myself saying I only have five minutes to dial the shot in because I got to go cook, I got to go help my son homework, go play with my son, help him with his taekwondo or whatever it may be, then maybe that wasn't the day to squeeze that five minutes in. Maybe I should know my schedule is a little bit more alleviated to where I can at least do 15 minutes because I'll be quite honest. Some of my best shots, which make zero sense, only took anywhere between five to 15 minutes to dial in and shoot and set up overall and anybody, any musician will tell you anybody it's not it's it's like it's not about the time spent it's it's crazy isn't it like it's like sometimes it's just a shot in the dark it is it is and and i mean you you seem to be aiming pretty high man i mean you've got you've got all this work going into all the things you're fabricating and customizing and and the way you're 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 creating this amazing toy photography that you have in your gallery you know what do you have plans maybe within the next 10 years or is there somewhere you want to be in the next 10 years with what you're doing? I have zero expectations. That's like, this is my, my, my number one saying in life It is uh, expectation is the enemy of enjoyment. Uh, Love it. I, I have, uh, I have no expectations. I, I am, there's a situation that I am in, where I am essentially, since this COVID thing started, I'm a housewife. Uh, <laughs> that's my, yeah, my, my wife, my wife works. She, she is, a, she is lucky enough to do well enough where I can stay home. Uh, and since our son is high needs um, and he can't really, like, no one wants to take care of our son. Let's just put it that way. Um, it's difficult to find, you know, you can't get a babysitter. You can't, no one wants to deal with it. Uh, and I can't blame him. It's not the easiest thing. Sometimes uh, he can he can really put you put you through the paces, uh, especially if you don't understand him, if you don't know his nature. Right. Uh, so uh, for for now, so this whole everything that I'm doing is is really it's just it's a it's a part of me feeling like I'm I'm doing something because my whole life I've always done jobs. I'm, I'm, I'm a construction I have always had physical objects that I could say I built that. You know, I, I, I was the guy that did this. I, I, you know, this, see your fireplace. I did that. Uh, so I found myself very depressed when COVID first started and I couldn't work anymore. 
uh, when the, you know, this whole, I was, I got, I got very down. And I, I think that what this whole thing stemmed from is just me needing that, needing that sense of, of something of, of creating or, or having a tangible object that I could say, Hey, I did that. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's like, it do, as far as like, do I have plans on this ever becoming any more than what it is? I don't have plans. I have, you know, of course you, you, you'd always want to be, you would like people to, to, to be like, Hey, that's great. Let's, let's try this or, you know, to bring a project to you and say, Hey, can you do this? Like, of course that would, that would be wonderful. It, it would, it would be amazing to be able to, to move this into something more permanent or a job or a, or a, but then you also have to be careful of whether or not you're going to enjoy it when it's a job. There's, there's a, there's a line, you know, like, like if it becomes something that you have to do, do you still enjoy it the same? I don't know. Um, but for right now, all I'm doing is basically entertaining myself. Uh, it's, it's a matter of, trying to like make cool stuff for people, make them happy, make cool stuff for myself. Um, and just sort of do it's, 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 there's no, no expectation comes with any of it. I do it. And, and it's the same thing with the photos. Like I stopped, I had to force myself to enjoy it, to, to stop caring about likes. Um, I, I don't, I don't do stuff that is, that really has broad based appeal. I understand this. Like it, it's going to appeal to a certain segment. It's niche at best, you know, like, like it's, it's not Miles Morales and I'm not talking shit, by the way, this is not me saying anything negative. I understand there's, there's mainstream, there's stuff that has broad based appeal and that is very important. It's just as important as anything else. Right. Uh, it's not, it's not me poo pooing anything or saying like, Oh, that's mainstream or I'm no, that's, that's good. That's what, it's just not what I am. It's not who I am. So I can't, force myself if if i try to do stuff that is what like what you would say is like in like the hits the 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 the, the toy photography top 40 is like i always equate it to like pop music like toy photography has its pop music you know it has it's it has its top 40 and those guys are there they're doing what they're doing and they're knocking out of the park and they're doing you know they're 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 hitting those frequencies and, and it's, it's instantly recognizable and it's a catchy tune. You know, that's what that's that's that pop music. I'm more of like an indie guy, you know, eight dudes that know about it and they all really like it. <laughs> like, like it's, that's a, that's the way to be, to be quite honest, as an artist is is uh, having that strong foundation of knowing that you're happy with who you are and your abilities and what you're creating. And I saw that evolution kind of just kind of skyrocket with you once you had gotten your new camera too. What what's you got a Canon, right? A new Canon you had yeah, got like a few I got a, I got an RP, the EOS RP. I got the it was a there was a killer deal on it at one point. And that's the it's just the it's the it's it's by by like leaps and bounds the cheapest full frame on the market. Like it's like a thousand dollars cheaper than the next full frame. Uh, so so I, I, uh, I just, I, I had the money at the time and, and I, I, I was using a T6 and the truth was, is that I was at this point where I didn't know if I could, I didn't know if I had any more in me. I, I, I was at a, I was at a point where I thought maybe I had, I had run out of talent. 
to be perfectly okay. honest. I, I, I did. I, I, I was at a, a stage where I couldn't reconcile like, and this is also, I was still struggling. I was, I'm still struggling with, with the whole, you know, hearts. Like, why don't I get as many hearts uh, as, as other people? And, and the truth is, is a lot of that is also social. I'm not social. And I, I, I don't do the, you know, the social so much as, as, and it's, and, you know, that's, that's other people's thing. They do that. I, I can't, it's just not me that, that goes into the whole sensory thing. I, I, I am, I am very guarded with how I put myself out there. But with the, the camera, I just I, I was afraid that I had run out of talent. And I and and it, and, it, and it's always, a, a you know, they say a poor carpenter that blames his tools. You know, you, you know, the car, you don't blame the hammer. If the house is broken, right? It's not the hammer's fault. It's you. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I had reached out. And the, 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 the years definitely showed me that that T6 had its limitations and that was i wasn't able to necessarily reach where i wanted to reach with that equipment it's i love the way you had put that too because i found myself in so many situations in, in that same regard um i had a uh old canon xsi man i'm talking about from 2008 and that's what i started shooting with when i first started in the hobby was that and then about a few months in, I said, all right, man, I'm, I'm really getting tired of this noise and pixelation that's showing up in my images. How do I clean this up? Because I don't have Photoshop. I don't have true editing software right. or apps. What can I do? And I found a really cheap deal on a Canon EOS M2, like ridiculously cheap, and just had more megapixels than my camera had. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I didn't do the research like I should have done because it's not the best camera for photography it really isn't right. but i got it for stupid cheap that it just made yeah. sense what i was trying to achieve this suffices for now and really it is that is what you know the artist does with the tools and i i'm finding ways around it to still make my images come out the way i'm i want them to come out i'm not really struggling so much as i was i actually found out that the, my true struggle was lighting and it never really was the camera itself and once I got better understanding lighting, I really found ways to to take uh, uh, photos with this EOS uh, M2 ways that I thought I couldn't before. And yeah, then find a way. What's that? You find you find a way. You use you use your skill. I mean, in some ways, using and shooting your equipment is a great way to get good. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's I've always been like that. We do less, uh, do more with less. I was kind of exactly. raised like. Um, being that my father was military and then both my parents mm -hmm. came, you know, you know, rough, my mom impoverished and then through life getting jobs where it was, uh, military, <laughs> uh, uh, former military, uh, um, current managers that wouldn't ask for new tools or new equipment or new things we needed mm -hmm. having to work with, uh, less to do more became natural for me. So I'm still using that Canon EOS M2 to do what I, what I'm doing right yeah. now. And I'm sure one day that. Great. Well, thank you, thank you, man. And they do; they look great. The, that, that's the thing is that you, you you can look at your stuff and look at my stuff. You can't tell that I have a way more expensive camera than you. You can't. I can't. I can't see the difference personally. Like to I me, can't. your stuff looks <laughs> as, your 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 stuff looks exactly as good. Like and and it's style. You know, I mean, a lot of it a lot of it has to do with if you if you know your style, you know how to use your equipment, then you can create the images that you want to create. Uh, it, you you do a wonderful job with it. And, and, and that's the thing that everybody needs to know is that there's no reason to let equipment be a barrier to you. 
if you so, have something that takes pictures, take pictures. Yeah, that that's that is so true, and you don't want that to be your crutch either. And and the way you kind of worded that made me, you know, how how would you how would you say what is it that toy photo- our toy photography community or us as a community as a whole could would need to focus on? Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is, is honestly is, is, and it's, 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 how do you, how do you, how do you tell a whole quote is like, stop being worried about your response. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Stop being worried so much about how people respond to it because you're, you're, you're tunneling yourself. You're putting yourself into a, a hole, like a like a tunnel vision, where like you're you're seeking. I mean, you also have to decide. You know, not everybody does it for the same reasons that I do. Some people do it because they want a response. That's that's what that's what matters most to them. And I'm not saying that's wrong. That's that's that's, that's what you do. That's how you think about it. You want to make things that people say that they like. You want to make things that and 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 like other people are wired differently. Me personally, ultimately, the only thing that really matters to me is that it satisfies whatever I was looking for. It's yes. a quest. Yep. It's it's a quest. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a trip into like I I don't take pictures of I take pictures of emotion. It's how I'm feeling. Like it's, I, it's okay. something I'm going through. That's what my photographs are. Uh, whereas, you know, some guys, they're, they're taking pictures of what they like. Right. Uh, some people are taking pictures of what they aspire to. Right. Um, you know, everybody has their own motivations, but I think one of the biggest things is find your motivation. Don't let other people tell you what your motivation is. That's... And just because something doesn't get a response the first time, the second time, the 10th time, it doesn't mean that it will never get a response improve it stay with it not don't shoot other stuff sure but if you have an idea and you love it and it's dear to you don't shy away from it because no one put a little heart on stay with your idea love your idea if you loved your idea in the beginning continue to love your idea not just because other people don't get it new is not good for people (laughs) people do not like new new needs friends that's a line from ratatouille uh, from from a Disney movie where where yeah. he's you know he says he says he says new is not good you know new, new needs friends and new needs friends it does it needs if you're going to introduce an unfriend people do not like the unfriendly so so a general even if it's brilliant actually especially if it's brilliant you're going to maybe have zero response um, because they don't know how to take it they don't know what it is yet no one of society needs someone else to say it's cool so you can't get called out like i don't want to be the first one to say it's cool because if i say it's cool and this guy says it sucks well, i'm gonna feel stupid well i've never had that problem like i said I misunderstood a lot like so so like if i think something's cool i don't have a problem telling you i think it's cool even and then if you're like well i think it sucks i'm like well you're entitled to your opinion but i still think it's cool um yeah. and and uh and and so just you know go ahead and and, and shoot the stuff that you know if you want to shoot for response but if you have that idea you know in your heart of hearts, you know, deep down inside of you that it means something to you. Don't abandon it just because people didn't love it, that they didn't immediately jump to it. They did because it's not, it's not very common for anyone to immediately to jump something new. Like you're, you're fighting the status quo. You're, 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 you're automatically, you're, you're disruptive just by putting something new in the wheel. So it's not going to immediately jump, but the world might come your way. 
if you keep improving it and perfecting it and pushing it to what you want it to be. And at the very least, even if the world doesn't come your way, you'll tickle your insides. You'll, 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 you'll satisfy that thing that you're, that, that first, that, that, that kernel where it first came from pursue it. You know, response is great. I, you know, everyone loves to have people love things. It's like, I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I don't enjoy when people enjoy my stuff. I love it. You know, I, I, I really enjoy it when people are like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Hey, I've never seen something like that before. Whoa, that feels good to me. It does. I, I get a, a huge buzz from that. But it, it is not what defines why or when I do something. Uh, it, what I do that, I let, I let myself define that. And it's so good how you had put that too, man. It's, I think we do tend to be really hard on ourselves as artists. And even for the people that don't consider themselves artists and they're just doing this for um, having a far reaching account because, Mm -hmm. I mean, quite frankly, um, COVID changed everything in so many ways that a lot of people now are creating jobs on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. if it's reach, with likes attached to it, that may be a paycheck for them or endorsement or, sure. or, or advertising or for what, whatever it may be, but it's a new opportunity somewhere. But I mean, yes. how, we treat, how we treat ourselves through the process is very important. And, you know, um, it's like how I was saying earlier on, I mean, I'm, I've been on this big, strong mission to just spread love and, and show love and appreciation to people the best way possible that I can. Um, I'm still working on it. I'm not perfect, but um, no one's perfect, man. You're doing great. Everybody is, man. If, and, and for me, it's about progression in, in, in the right direction. And that's all I'm trying to do. And Bro, you're like my ray of light. <laughs> I'm trying to be a ray of light for everyone, man, especially for myself. I'm learning, trying to learn to love it's myself. too. It really is. And, you, you know, can't love any, you can't love other people unless you learn to love yourself a little bit. Well, and we, we can all do that. We can all learn something from that. And I mean, you know, how would you think would be a better way for us in the community, you know, to, to treat each other, you know, what do you think? Like, how can we be better humans? I mean, the, the whole, the, I don't know if that's even my place to say, but the, I think that, uh, uh, basically all I was saying was is, is, is inspiration is out there. We all get inspired by other people and it should be a little bit more comfortable to say, I was inspired by this, this person inspires me. And then, and then have people share who they're influenced by instead of pretending that they're all beautiful, unique snowflakes and they all produce these ideas. Like it's not a mystery. Like you're, you're all feeding off of one another. So talk about it, be friendly, you know, say where you get your ideas, say where, you you know, it's always like this magical story of, I, you know, I just come up with all these ideas by myself. And, you know, and, and, and to be quite honest, man, praise is a good thing. I think a lot of people get that confused with, uh, uh, you know, coming off arrogant or higher, high and mighty or better than the next person because you accept praise. But praise is important, man. I think praise is good and, and it's good to be uh, to praise others. You know, that's how you lift others up, you know, and and build a positive community. And you, you know, so dot, dot, dot. Like, like it, it's it's one of those things that like it's always nice to know that someone spent that extra second looking at it. It's not disposable. Like it's, 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 instead of just flick, Oh, heart, dope, flick, dope, flick, dope. 
Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's, that's the kind, it's like, it's like, I would like, if you're, if you're just gonna, like, you're just gonna pop on and go, Hey, uh, dope. Like, I, I don't, I don't see, like, I don't, I go, it's cool. I appreciate you doing that. I'm not going to, but it, it doesn't feel, you know, and I think that's why, like, with, on my page, like, like, it's not, there's not a lot, like, the, I don't have a lot of that social interaction. So, like, when people do chime in and they say, like, hey, what, it feels genuine. It doesn't feel like you're just checking a box. That's, that's one of my, that's like a life, that's like a life uh, uh, ethos. I say something if I if I, it's gonna come from a place of real. It's gonna come from that's how I really felt. I'm not just checking my box so that you'll check your my box too. Like I'm gonna say like oh shit that shit knocked my socks off because that's what it did. Right. It's what it did. You know. It's why you know if you. It's not just it's not a it's not a pre-programmed response. Because that's what I felt when I looked at the photo. You know, that's that's what it, it it popped into my head, and that's what it. And I just sometimes I think there's a lot of box checking. You know, yes, hey, yes, ho ho, yes, and uh, and and it just that's that. I don't think that does anybody any good. It doesn't. It doesn't help you grow. It doesn't. It doesn't really. After a while, it feels empty. Like, does it really feel like, like, you know, 10,000 dopes? Does it really feel that good? Well, I mean, Just one and, person going, oh, man, your background lighting, the way the cool light and the warm light meet right over the center of his head. That's what blows my, you know, that's what makes me all tickled. When someone notices a detail, they can actually think that's what means something. Just, that's what I like. I like when things mean things, you know, when it has meaning. Well, then, and, and that's a great thing to kind of present, like anybody, especially if there's someone listening new to this podcast that just discovered it, you know, anyone out there that's new to the community, like, you know, this is, you know, in this community, it's, it's one of those things where we are imperfect people, you know, mm-hmm. you should really, uh, change your expectations because nobody's perfect. And that's kind of, you know, my question to you is, I mean, what would be your tips for anybody new? coming on board anyone new listening right now or new to, to to the hobby and they just discovered your account and they're like wow you know i want to try this I mean, what what tips do you have or suggestions you have for them um if 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 you like the most important thing i think is to satisfy is to not like is to not worry about what other people think of it so much as to learn le- le- educate yourself that's the biggest thing is don't let the don't let the community or, or, or don't let that define who you are. If you want to do this, do it for you first. Start with you and 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 to not. And, and also, you know, the, the most important thing, I think, is you, you can't understand something and do it well without it. You know, educate yourself. If you, if you feel like your photos are, you know, you know, everybody, I think, on the inside, you you. You, you know when you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like it, and, and when you feel that, eh, like, it's not because you can't do whatever it is. It's because you just need that next level. You need to go find, you know, if you like the lighting on another guy's stuff and he's not, you know, and, and maybe you DM him and, and he doesn't, you know, respond to you, which is pretty normal. And don't take it personal. Don't take any of this personal, number one. That's the first thing. 
Don't take any of it personal because if you think that you don't have any value because this person won't respond to you, that is the exact opposite of the truth. That person doesn't define who you are. You define who you are. Exactly. So so that response to you, if you don't like that you're not getting a response, then change what you're doing. (laughs) seriously exactly that's all i'm saying like you can't you you can't engineer a response i mean you can you you absolutely can engineer a response but but i i just don't think it's healthy to engineer a response uh i think that if you really want to grow as an artist as a person as a as a as a an entity that does things and you eventually if you want to you know be it's all your own thing then then you know educate yourself go buy a book on lighting or I mean, nobody buys books anymore. It just showed my age so bad. But uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, right. Like, like, but but seriously, like, there's so many videos out there, and you know, and and you also have to remember that none of these videos, none of these people, they they're not handing you all the keys to the kingdom. Nope. They're giving you a certain select set of details, and from there, you have to expand on that on your own. Style is style, you know, and 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 it comes from you. It, it comes from who you are. Bring yourself into what you do. That's the biggest thing I can say is bring who you are to what you do. And and if you do that and you do it with honesty, I really feel like no matter what, you'll at least find your peer group that's into what you do and you'll enjoy that. That's so perfect, man. And I loved how you kind of you tied that up perfectly because it, it is true. I mean, we 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 enter situation sometimes with this uh, predisposition or something that's tied to our personal experience or something that happens somewhere. It's important that when you go into something new, you might want to just not have those expectations and mm-hmm. set those experiences to the side. And, and again, we're all human. We all have pitfall mm-hmm. things happen, but I think, you know, anyone coming into this hobby should really have zero expectations zero. except have fun. That's it. Exactly. I think if I, I think if there's any expectations they should have is have fun and then learn and grow because there's a there's a ton of people on here with amazing behind the scenes in their slides and in their stories and in their galleries that can help teach you so much that you will not learn in a YouTube video. And I mean, that's just yeah. I probably learned so much more in my own hard work before yep. Fail, I just, failing. There was other oh, that that and then discovering there's other artists in this community that are either giving you freebies by listing the camera the lighting mm-hmm. what they're using the what kind of media they use how they're post editing it i mean it's 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 really something amazing so i mean you tied it up perfectly and it's true i mean just come in and and really enjoy the process because ultimately you're gonna you're gonna find somebody in your peer group that's gonna have that same common common mm-hmm. uh, uh affinity for what it is that you're into and then you're gonna end up sparking a friendship you know on accident and uh it ends up being something beautiful overall that's that's just it, man. Like I, 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 you, Scott, like I honestly like you're two people that I genuinely look forward to talking to. And without toy photography, I wouldn't know you. Uh, and and that's something that no matter how many hearts I get, no matter how what whatever the response to my stuff is, whatever, it, I have friends. I have friends, real friends, that I met through doing what I'm doing. And you can't trade that for the world. Like That's genuine true. people, genuine people, people that are down for you, people that will listen to you whine, people that will 
that will that will tell you that you are whining and put you into perspective every once in a while. Like real friends tell you the truth. That's my opinion. But uh, and 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 it just that's what you that's what you're looking for because at the at the end of all of this, man, it's it's life is about the people around you. It's not about your stuff. It's not about your your fame. It's not about it's it's about the people around you. And if you got good people around you, you're winning. No matter how many likes you got, you're winning. Damn, that's perfect. If I'm gonna find a point I want to end it, it's right there. And thank you. All right, man. Thank you, bro. It was awesome. Thank you for having me. I, was, I, I probably rambled on about. Who, who knows? We no, barely no, talked no. about toys. We were all over the damn place, but uh, this but it is, was it was stimulating. Well, you know, and be, be, before we before we end this, before we end this, you know, and if everybody's listening, like this episode right here, like it it, it it's close to me because this is one of the main things why I I really signed up and said yes to Dakota. And co and being co-host with this because it's not just about the toys, man. It's the people involved, and we. Yes. I mean, we live All in a time. <laughs> we live in a time where we really need to just accept the fact that we humans, man, and and to have to be in a place where you have the opportunity to like really connect with someone and feel love and positivity is important. And, and I mean, you all the information you've evolved from. And being and being really transparent is is something that this community needs. And so I thank you for your time. I thank you for right, everything. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. It was great. It, I really enjoyed it. it was same. Likewise, man. To finally hear your voice was 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 pretty awesome. If, if, there's, if there's if there's uh you know if anybody wants to get a hold of you, I mean, where can they re- reach you or find you? Um, Desultory uh, Toys at Desultory Toys on on Instagram. Uh, and that's about it, man. Other other than that, I'm not giving, I'm not gonna give out my phone number. <laughs> uh, but but at Desultory Toys, and and please understand that I don't I I, I don't. It's not like I let my request uh stack up or anything. But if if you send me a message and then two days later I get back to you, it's not because I'm a dick. I'm just aloof. Sometimes I, I really don't pay attention, and that's my problem. It's not that, like, I'm trying to be cool or I don't want to talk to you or I don't – like, I'm very friendly, actually. I'm actually a, a very friendly dude, and, and if you have questions, and I, I'm more than happy to answer them, honestly. Uh, a, a, like, I, I don't have a problem, you know, answering questions for folks. It just might take me a day or two because I'll look at it, and I'll be like, ooh, I better hit that, and then I don't, and then it takes me – and then a day later, I'm like, ooh, I, you know, it's part of the whole desultory thing. Desultory means to wander around – it's desultory essentially means a bunch of motion for nothing. And that's me sometimes. <laughs> so, anybody, so. anybody listen, take note. I think the entire community can agree. We are not bots. We're actual people. Yeah. So people. we don't respond to a DM or email right away. It's because we have a life outside of yes, here. Exactly. That's it. And, and I try to prioritize my life outside of Instagram first. Uh, and, and, and Instagram is a, a pleasure place for me. It's a place where I go to enjoy something. So, you know, if I miss it, it's not because I'm like, Oh, F that it's not, I'm not too cool. I'm not, trust me. I'm not cool. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a cool dude. Uh, you know, I'm awkward and strange, but it's just, is what it is. But thank you so much, man. Well, thank you. And if everybody listen, uh, you can find me at, at inspired by Andre and at toy photocast. And, uh, thank you all for and then thank you again, Jesse. And just remember, everybody, we are storytellers. That's right. See you later, man. Peace out, bro. Later.